Hello, Malcolm here. Welcome to the second of the two classes for December 2022 for the Thames Valley Churches of Christ, where last time we talked about reviewing 2022 spiritually. And then this week we're talking about gaining a vision for 2023. Where is God taking us? And we're using the church in Thyatira or Thyatira. I'm not sure quite which the pronunciation should be, so let me know if you know. Thyatira, Thyatira. Anyway, the church in Revelation chapter 2 from verses 18 down to 29. Now, last time we talked about some of the things we should be thinking about that will help us to evaluate what God's been teaching us in 2022, what he wants us to hold on to, what we might want to grow in, and that kind of thing. So that was last the class last time. This time, we're going to be looking ahead, going to be looking forward for how to hear what the Spirit is saying to us in 2023. Now, like I said last time, we're not saying that everything to, that was spoken about to the church here is relevant to you and me. It's more about the principles. It's more about the approach Jesus takes to help them be sober about where they are, and but also be confident about their future. And I hope, if nothing else, that by the end of this class, you'll be thinking, yes, I can now go into 2023 with greater confidence. Even if you're not entirely clear about vision or entirely clear about what God is doing, nonetheless, you'll have that sense of God is with me. It's going to be good. God is at work. So that's where we are with this. So let's let's read the last few verses here. I'm going to go from verse 24 to the end of chapter 2. Revelation 2, verse 24. Now to the rest of you in Thyatira, to you who do not hold to her teaching as Jezebel, who is tempting people to immorality and the eating uh, of meals with uh, in idol worship, and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets, I will not impose any other burden on you except to hold on to what you have until I come. To the one who is victorious and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations. That one will rule them with an iron scepter and will dash them to pieces like pottery, just as I have received authority from my father. I will also give that one the morning star. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So I'm going to pull out three points from this today, and you can tell me what you think. And I hope this will be used for a personal re reflection and discussion, but perhaps also with your family group, your small group, your location. Talking about these things together can surface things that uh, are, are, are healthy and helpful for all of us uh, in, in a community setting as well as personally. So question number one, what will help you persevere next year? What will give you the ability to persevere? Hold on to what you have until I come, he says in verse 25. Hold on to the one who's victorious and does my will to the end. You'll gain the, the victory. You'll, gain, you'll, you'll see God at work is basically what he's saying. You'll see me at work if you hold on and if you do my will to the end. A lot of the Christian life isn't so much about deep insight, although that's helpful, it's a lot of it's about dogged, determined perseverance. I reckon that perhaps humility and perseverance are the two key qualities in the Christian life because you can learn anything else you need if you're humble and you persevere. And it's calling on them to persevere, to hold on, to do the will to the end, to continue where they've been commended with love and faith and service and also to repent of the immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols, compromising with the world. They need strength for that, don't they? So my question is, where does, where do you, where could you get that strength from? 
What strengthens you in persevering doing the will of God? That's question number one to think about, pray about, and discuss. Question number two is verses 26 and 27, where he's talking about uh, the iron scepter, dashing them to pieces like pottery, and he's talking about authority. So the question here is, where do you see God's power at work in 2023? Where do you anticipate God's power being at work? Where do you hope and pray for that God's power will be at work in the weeks, months, and the year ahead? This iron scepter he's talking about here in verse 27 might have been something like a shepherd's staff with an iron tip. They had an iron tip on the end uh, for various reasons, including uh, fighting off wild beasts. And he's got this iron tip on his shepherd's staff and he's smashing the pots. It refers to Psalm 2 verses 8 and 9. Ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. It's a judgment scene that's going on here. This shepherd's club, if you like, is, is, for, is fighting those who threaten the flock. Israel as a nation and now God's people threatened by persecution, threatened by the temptations of the world, threatened for their very existence at times with very severe persecution. This isn't the end, I think, is what God is saying. These people that are opposing you may seem powerful. The media, the world around us, the forces that shape our lives seem so powerful. But I am the one who can break them to pieces like pottery. And you have that strength in you, though you may not know it. That's something that's a reality for you. It's a promise. And the pottery he's talking about here is particularly applicable to the church in this place because there's a potter's guild in the city. And what you would do in that city, you'd, if you had an enemy, you'd take this pot, you'd inscribe uh, the name of your enemy on the pot, you'd take it to some idol worship type ceremony, and you'd have a ceremony, and then you'd smash the pot. And by doing so, symbolically, you would smash the power of your enemy over you. And God is saying, in a, in a sense... No, he's not agreeing with that kind of magical idea, but what he's saying is the reality is these people look powerful, but they are not. I have the final say. Isn't that a wonderful thought? Your challenges are mine as they come in 2023. They're, they're, they're real and they will feel very difficult at times, but the real power is with God and he can bring good out of evil. He can bring good out of difficulty. The times of testing are the times of growth. And the ways in which God demonstrates his power in and through our lives to shine a light in the world and to say to the world, yes, you're in despair. I understand it. I have felt that. But I'm not in despair because God is with me and he will, help, will have the final word. So where might God's power be at work in and around you in the year, in the year ahead? Okay, third question is based on verse 28 about the morning star. What's all that about? Well, third question. What will convince you to go forth into the year ahead with spiritual confidence? I'm asking there, what will convince you to go into the year with spiritual confidence? Not what will give you an intellectual agreement, like, yeah, I should be confident, but actually, what will convince you? What's going on here with the morning star? I will give that one that one which one the one that does the will to the end the one that holds on the perseveres i will give that one the morning star well venus is the morning star and in the book of revelation and in second peter chapter one jesus replaces venus as the morning star symbolically that's revelation 22 16 and second peter 1 19. the morning star being venus is a symbol of of sovereignty and of victory 
because that star comes up just before the dawn. So it comes up before the sun. So you see the morning star coming up and then you see the sun. It's a herald of victories, a herald of a new day. It's a herald of a new life. It's saying good stuff is on the way. Victorious generals erected temples to Venus and there are temples to Venus all over that part of the world. They're everywhere as these generals had their victories and liked to celebrate them. Jesus is what he's doing here. Jesus is promising victory to those who hold on and remain obedient to what they already know. They will share his victory. They will share his messianic rule. You will share his victory. You will share in his messianic rule. All you've got to do is hold on because he is the one victorious. You will share in his victory. It's not so much you need to have victory. You need to have confidence in his victory. See, Jesus is confident in the church and he's confident in you. He wouldn't write this unless he was confident. Um, somebody said, God don't make junk, right? You're not junk. I'm not junk. We sometimes feel like junk, but we're not. God has made us good and beautiful. He wants us to be with him. He's giving us the same victory that Christ has. We're sharing in it. And that's a wonderful thought. What will convince you to go into next year with spiritual confidence, no matter what else is going on? So three questions today. What will help you persevere? Where do you see God's power at work in 2023, potentially looking forward? And thirdly, what will convince you to go forth into that year ahead with spiritual confidence? I hope and pray these thoughts are useful to you. Maybe have a meditation on, on Revelation 2 verses 18 to 29. Discuss it with some friends. Pray about it. See what God reveals. I'd like to know what you find. One other thing I want to mention just at the end here is that we're going to be starting a teaching series on 1 Thessalonians chapter, well, the whole of the book, the whole of 1 Thessalonians in 2023. We'll focus on it in January and February. Uh, the first big service of the year when we're all together at Floriat is on the 8th of January. That's all the locations will come together and I'll be preaching on 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and then we'll have teaching materials every week. We'll have a daily podcast and uh, and sermon notes to go out to people who are speaking on First Thessalonians through the months of January and February. I'd encourage you to get into it now because it's a wonderful book with tremendous uh, faith-building promises and good instructions and healthy teaching about Jesus and many other things. So have a look at that because I think that is one of the ways we're going to be able to go into 2023 with greater spiritual confidence as we root ourselves in God's mighty, powerful, amazing word. And one last thing. Why not also do the Athens Institute of Ministry for the UK and Ireland course next year? We've got four modules coming up, and the first is in March, and it's on the Old Testament, a survey of the Old Testament. We get grounded in the Old Testament, and our New Testament faith will become a lot more meaningful. So why not join in with that? You can ask me about that if you like. So email me, malcolm at malcolmcox.org. Go to the website, malcolmcox.org. Leave any notes uh, on there that you think are interesting uh, uh, according to what we talked about here today. Hope you found that uh, useful. The next teaching class is not till 2023, so see you there if I don't see you before. Uh, we've reviewed 2022. We're looking forward to 2023. Let us pray that we all, personally and collectively as a church in Thames Valley, that we hear what the Spirit is saying to the Thames Valley Churches of Christ. Till the next time, take care. God bless. Thank you.